Yeah. 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 Uh. Uh. Yeah. Drop one on him, Grant. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I got. So, so like far. a ramp. <laughs> That's uh. not Eminem. Okay. Hey guys. Hey. What's up, I'm Grant? Grant Billings. I'm Josiah Bland, I guess. This is Seeker Start. So I just realized something about myself. Um, I watched Doug Wilson talk about metal music the other day. Yeah, you did, didn't you? I'm really big into metal music, right? Of course. It's uh, probably my favorite genre of music. Okay. Besides worship music. Facts. Of course. Gosh. Oh, that was a perfect opportunity for the for the clap track. Which one's that one? This one? Oh, yeah. But then you got to do this. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. <laughs> but that, like... Anyway, go ahead. So... Well, Doug Wilson's a prophet, so like he clearly <laughs> he uh well he was teaching me, right? Okay. About what's wrong with me. And it made perfect sense. Um so I guess if you listen to metal music too much, mm-hmm. that's your only thing you, you dig. Yeah. Then you have no direction in life, right? That's uh, paraphrasing, but yes, that's what he said. Yeah, so I guess I realize now why I'm so messed up my, with my life. Well, at least why, because now I listen to other things. Thank mm, God. True. Because I would have... You have no sense of direction. I would have had no you sense. You would probably be lost right I now. I would be lost. Like, you would have, we would not be sitting here doing 100%. this because you would not be a Christian. 100%. Well, I just realized, like, there... <laughs> There are plenty of people listen to Jeremy Camp that don't have their lives together either. <laughs> I was definitely one of them at one time. <laughs> oh my gosh! Anyway, oh that was gosh. that was a that was a really telling time for me. I, so forgot, that was good. I forgot we watched that. And that's funny. <laughs> so, um, what are we talking about today, Grant? So, Let's get right into the nitty gritty. Into the nitty gritty. <clears throat> uh, Nacho Libre reference for my Nacho people. So, like. Joel Alfara, who I know listens to this, who I know loves Nacho. If you haven't watched Nacho Libre, stop what you're doing. Pause the podcast. Go watch it. It's on Netflix again. It is? It is. Okay, then you you don't have any excuses, guys. Go watch Nacho Libre, and then resume this podcast. We'll wait for you. Okay, ready? Go. And welcome back. Okay, so... Hope you enjoyed the movie. We're talking about (laughs) repentance today. Repentance. Yes. Um, what is repentance? What do, what do, pretty much what is always mentioned whenever you hear a, a pastor talk about repentance? What is the basic definition people always say? Basic definition of repentance is turning from sin to God. Yeah, turning away from something. Yes. Um, but I think it has, I honestly think it has a little more to do with heart stance, I guess, against what you're seeing around sure. you. There's a lot of different definitions out there. Uh, I think it's it's practically like seeing your sin for what it is I th- yeah. and and hating it and then turning towards what you love, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is which is by the Holy Spirit's power, God, right? Yeah. What, what do you got to say to that? Well, and with repentance too, I think a lot of people, and when I say a lot of people, I kind of lump my former self into that, but um, I think repentance also gets lumped in just with asking for forgiveness as and kind of like a one-time thing to where it's like, mm. okay, I I committed this sin, and then I pray and I repent. And then the very next day, 
I recommit that same sin. And then it's like, oh, well, I got to repent again. Now I got to repent again. Yeah, 100%. So I think it's like, it has to be some sort of mindset that you always have mm-hmm. or that you that you are constantly having as a Christian, yeah. noticing what is evil and what is not. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and when you see that evil thing or those evil things in your life, you want to turn away from those things. Right. Right. And so it is a turning away, but it's a turning away because you hate what it is that yeah. you're doing. And, you know, Paul talks about that. I hate what I'm doing. You know, mm-hmm. I, I do the things that I hate. I do not do the things that I, I know I'm supposed to do, but I do the things I know I'm not supposed to do. And he talks about that's the flesh within us. You right. know, um, who can save us from this body of death? And it's Jesus Christ. Yeah. Because of what he did on the cross, he paid for the sins of people, right? Right. But at the same time, we are called to repent here and now on this earth. Yeah. You know, we talked a little bit in the last podcast, if you haven't heard that, go check it out, about some of the things that we've seen in our in our experience as Christians, yeah. or at least our experience within the church, mm-hmm. and even our own experiences, where we repented, trusted in Jesus, right? Yeah. And it was like this one-time deal, and then we say, okay, I did that, I did what they told me to do, now I need to go and... I just get to do whatever I want. I, I go. I'm in heaven now, practically. Yeah. Like I am already going to go to heaven. There's nothing I can do now that's going to stop me from going there. That. Yeah. yeah. So now I can go back to living the way I was, you know, before I did that. Exactly. You know, you, you know I I did the ABCs. That's what um, I was taught at a young age at the church I went to. Ask, believe, confess. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you accomplish the ABCs. And you're good. And that mm-hmm. C being like that repentance, you know, like confession being that repentance. Um, and yeah, it's like, the, it's this one and done. Um, and I know kind of thrown around jokingly, but like the once saved, always saved type of deal. Yeah. And we all, we, we definitely believe that God's people who he has chosen before the foundation of the world, which we haven't really gotten into a lot of what that entails. Um, and we really want to very mm-hmm. soon, but God's people are going to be saved. Yeah. Right. The people who God has chosen will be saved. Yeah. That's not even a question. That's, like that will happen. That's where you get that the perseverance of the saints and, and that tulip acronym. So with that being said, if if you are saved, you will always be saved. Yes. You're not going to leave the faith. There's no losing your salvation. Right. But at the same time, this is why we we try to avoid the sinner's prayer mm-hmm. to some degree. Now that's really controversial, but here's why. Many people pray this sinner's prayer. Mm-hmm. And and not that the sinner's prayer is inherently evil or wrong. Right. But it's it can be used in a really bad way because a lot of people pray this prayer and they're mm-hmm. told that this is this saved you. Yeah. That what you just did, you sealed yourself, right? That you are now guarantees your your salvation, yeah. And you'll and I, I know we're not the only ones who have heard preachers from the pulpit or evangelists, or people who are trying to do revivals, or whatever the case may be, they will pray this prayer. They'll they will say it out loud, and then the people will repeat it, mm-hmm. and then they will have the people raise their hand who prayed this prayer, and then the people raise their hand, and then they see the people in the crowd, and they say, "Amen." Yep. I see you there. Amen. Back in the back. I see that hand. Bless God. <laughs> so they and then, hey man, the now that's fine. Yeah. The words that follow that are the problem. Right. Because then they end up saying, well, you are now, if you prayed that prayer and you meant it in your heart, you are now saved. Bless God. So then people come in, they pray that prayer. And I don't know how many times I've been in church and I'll look around and I'll see the same people who have been in that church for 20 years. Yeah. (laughs) Raising their hand. Yep. And it's like, 
they need to get saved again because yeah. they probably are living in such a way where they are doubting their salvation. They don't think that they actually are saved, which makes me wonder, do they really know what's wh- going on here? Do they even know like what saves? Yeah. And that's where, that's where we're, we're really concerned about that part. Well, and I've been, I've been in that boat. Hunter, me too. Yeah. It was a couple of years ago. Um, some big thing happened um, in my life negatively and then I moved away for like a month um, to a completely different state. And then I came back and then I went to church that Sunday and the altar call happened. And then I went up front and I was sobbing and I was like, this is the real one. Yeah. This is it. It's emotional experience. Two weekends later, I'm back to living like the world. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's false assurance is what it is. 100%. So why do we have to repent? Which we kind of talked about what repentance is. Yeah. Um, just that hatred for what is evil. But uh, we'll start here. Um, I think this is a, a good starting space. Uh, John fourteen twenty three. This is what this says. Jesus replied, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. So right there, you see, if you do love Jesus, which means... It's, it's not. This is not hard. Those who love Jesus are those who are saved. Right. So if you do love Jesus, and that isn't meaning perfectly, that isn't meaning you never sin, but it means if you do love Jesus, you will obey him or, or have the strong desire in your heart to want to obey him yeah. with everything within you. Yeah, there will be visible fruit in your life if you genuinely and truly love Jesus. Yes. So that's really important because we talked about how God has a people for himself. John 6, 37, 40. This is what this says. All that the Father gives me will come to me. Mm. Right? So all that the Father gives to Jesus, he's talking about people, yeah. will come to him. And whoever comes to me, I will never cast out. Right? right. So that that's very clear. If you come to Christ... You are never going to be cast out by Christ. Yeah, you are never going to... If you have been given to Christ by the Father, you will never walk away from the faith. Yeah. Anyway. And that's what he says. He says, For I, I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me, and this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. Mm. And this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son, believes in him, should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. So we have that one verse there. It says, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. Mm. Well, if anyone loves Christ, he will keep my word. But the same person who loves Christ and is going to keep the word of Christ are those who the Father has given to Jesus. Right. And Jesus promises that those who love him, he will never cast away. Yeah. And here's where I, you got to stick with this line of thinking here, because if Jesus promises never to cast away those who love him, then and those who love him are doing his word, are, yeah. are, are following his, his word. So yeah. those who love him will never be cast away. No, they will not, but they will be following him and obeying him with all their heart and with all their soul, and they will be loving them. With with their mind and, and their and their strength, so repentance is is evidence of what has happened in your heart, mm. right? Repentance is not something that you have to do to earn salvation, right? It's not a it's not a works based thing. Repentance is obedience in light of of being given that salvation. 
Right. Well, you have to think about what happens when you're saved. The spirit is the one who is doing those things within you, right? In Luke 3, 7 through 9, it says this. You brood of vipers who warned you to flee from the wrath to come. He was talking to the Jews. Yeah. And then he says this. Bear fruits in keeping with repentance. And do not begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now, the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I love that. So, But it's scary. Oh, yeah. It's so, so scary. And, and it's not. It's it's like I, I do love that, but it's also scary sometimes. Yeah. It's just like, man, and the fear of God, like God could throw me in hell. Yeah. He, and he would be completely just in doing so. Yep. So, and it's not like I follow God out of this great fear paralyzing fear like please don't hurt me yeah no i follow god because i love him mm-hmm. but i follow god because the holy spirit has caused me to want to follow him right and, and he's put his his law in my heart <clears throat> by the word there is fruit that comes out of a heart that has been changed by the holy spirit yeah and that fruit is repentance right. um, bear fruit in keeping with repentance there is this metaphor that there's this axe that's being laid to the root of the trees that are unfruitful. And those unfruitful trees are the lost people in the world. Mm-hmm. And those lost, those people who are lost, God is, is going to punish them. And those are the same people that have not repented and trusted in Christ. Yeah. So we believe in Jesus. First and foremost, we trust in Christ. And the Bible talks about what happens whenever we, whenever we believe we trust in Jesus for the forgiveness of our sins. Uh-huh. We believe that he is the son of God. He's come down and he's died on a cross to save us from our sins. And the Bible says the Holy Spirit is going to come into our hearts. And he's going to start making changes within us. We see that he is going to cause us to see the world differently. You know, what we once hated God, we now love. What we once loved so much in the world, we now hate. And we want to do exactly what, what God has called us to. Yeah, and and when those things happen, repentance doesn't, it shouldn't be viewed as like this chore or like this thing you have to check off every night before you go to bed so that you can earn your favor with God. It becomes this thing that we desire to do, to confess that sin and to repent to God, knowing that he is great with mercy and grace um, for his children, you know? Yeah, we we want it, we just want to do what God has called us to do. It's very simple. Yeah. You know, if you are, if you've called yourself a Christian and you've gone to church your whole life, just like me and Grant, me and Grant did this whole same thing. Mm-hmm. And you're hearing this for some reason, you're hearing our podcast and that's so awesome. We're so, so happy to have anyone listen. We don't deserve any ears to be hearing Smash this. Smash that subscribe button. Don't do not. <laughs> Every YouTuber ever. <laughs> we want to call you to think about this, you know, do you have a healthy fear of God Yeah, that says, uh, I'm not living right. And I, I don't know if I actually care that I'm not living right. Right. Like I'm very okay with going out and, and doing these sins. Everyone knows what they're doing. Like they know when they're sinning. Yeah. But for some reason, people talk themselves into feeling like what they're doing is okay. Mm-hmm. When they know what it what is actually a sin, yeah, it goes it goes based on a worldly standard rather than a holy standard. Yeah, so we want to call you to to look in your own heart. Do you love the things of God? 
Do you love the scriptures? Um, do you love church? Do you love being a part of a local body? Do you love people? Do you love just regular old people? <laughs> do you love people? Are you seeing yourself grow in the fruits of the spirit? Right. It's a huge one. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, right? Self-control. Mm. I think I'm missing one. But there's are you are you seeing yourself grow in those areas? Patience. That, yeah, that was oh, that's the that see there's the, <laughs> that's why I miss patience. I miss patience. See, <laughs> but that's that's serious. Like, yeah, if I see myself struggling in one area, I want to, I want to change. Not not just for the sake of being a better person in in Grant's eyes or in the eyes of the people that go to my church, but I want to love God, you know, and I want to I want to truly devote my life to Him as a sacrifice. Yeah, think about how He has come down and sacrificed Himself. We want to live for him. We want to we want to pick up our cross and follow him yeah. into death. That's what a Christian wants to do. And that's not some crazy thought that some Christians have to do because a lot of Christians in this culture really don't want to sacrifice anything. They want to be completely comfortable in their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So sacrifice and picking up a cross, which is the weapon that's going to be used to kill you right. in a minute, um, whenever you're, whenever Christ was picking up his cross and carrying it up the road, yeah, he was literally carrying his the thing that was going to be used to kill him. Yeah, so we're picking up our cross, we're marching with Christ right behind him into our deaths. Mm. But with our death comes life, and so we want to live here and now like Christ has called us to, and and how exactly how we're going to be living when we get to heaven, mm. because we're not going to be interested in sinning anymore when we get to heaven, because Christ is going to kill that within us. Yeah. Completely. Yeah, sin will not be a thing when we get to heaven. Exactly. A last verse here I, I, I think is really awesome, and it shows how who is supposed to be doing this within us. Is it ourself? Is it our hard work? Or is it the Holy Spirit that is working within us? Okay, let's see. Um, Philippians 2.12. I almost said Phil- <laughs> Filipino or something like that. Phil- Philippians. Dadgummit. Philippians 2.12, it says this. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence. Listen, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So work out your salvation with fear and trembling. That's like this thing that's, that you, you're doing. That's this action that you are doing. You are working out. Yeah. Your salvation. You yes. are killing, putting sin to death. You are seeing those evil things that you are, are, are doing, and you are hating it with, with your heart. But it is God who's working in you. He's working in you, and it says um, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Yeah. So it, without Christ, without the Holy Spirit, without us trusting in what Christ has done and receiving the Holy Spirit, as is his promise— for those who trust in him, we will not will to do good. We will not will, we will not want, we will not have the desire to do what God desires. Right. And we will not ever work anything that's good in the sight of God. Well, that's, and this is kind of going off the rabbit trail, but that's that's like what you and I have been talking about as we've been um, kind of reading through Acts. We have the Holy Spirit living in us, whereas many of the, you know, people that we read about in scripture did not. Right. 
but we have the Holy Spirit living in us to where we have the ability to kill sin, work out our salvation. Um, First Corinthians talks about, you know, we we are tempted by the tempter, but God offers us that way out. Right. We are offered a way out, so and He will not let us be tempted beyond our ability. Yeah. So it's like we can kill that sin through the Holy Spirit living in us. By his power. Exactly. Living within us. In fact, this is this is how, so we talked a little bit about how God has chosen people for himself and he promises to hold them, right? Yeah. This is how God holds his people mm-hmm. is by causing them to desire yeah. things that he desires, causing them to want to be as he has called them to be. Yeah. It's not like he's out here forcing people to be something they don't want to to be. He's opening their eyes, softening their hearts, called us into this relationship, and he is the one who promised he will not let us go. But the way that he does not let us go is by holding us until the end. Through repentance, through good works, he brings us along. It's it's called sanctification. Christ is constantly bringing us through and overcoming evil within our hearts that we may be right within his eyes, that we may live for him, that we may be pleasing to him. And then Finally, he promised to come back, and he's going to end this this sin within our our lives. You find it? Oh, here it is. <clears throat> so it was Ezekiel 36, 36, 26, and 27. I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes ah. and be careful to obey my rules. Yes. So, yeah, so as we... As Christians, we have to understand that this is exactly what the Holy Spirit's role is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, okay, I don't want to say it's just the Holy Spirit's role. It's the it's God's role. Yeah. The Trinity do this. It's not just the Holy Spirit within us. It's, it's, it's a work of God. Mm-hmm. Um, all three persons working together to do the same thing, to make a people for himself. So he has come into our heart. God has come into our heart, and he is causing us to walk by softening our hearts, by causing us to see things that are true, mm. to see what sin is and see see it for what it is, yeah. then he is causing us to walk in those ways. So if you are not walking in those ways, we, we plead with you to repent of your sins, yeah. to turn away, to see those sins as evil like they are. Yes. Not and not evil in a moralistic sense, but they are evil in the sight of a holy and just and perfect God. Yeah, we're not just saying, "Oh, the Christian, the Christian world thinks this is bad." Turn and burn, turn and burn. But repent of your sins. Yes, trust in Christ, or burn. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to encourage um, because this was really tough. This is a message that everyone needs to hear yes. once in a while. This is a message that hurts to hear. I'm a sinner. I need to repent of my sins. But that's good. It needs to hurt because that's there's flesh within you that needs to die right. in a lot of ways. Um, and the Holy Spirit helps us. Uh, me and Grant together, we're so passionate about this um, as we are pursuing this as well. You know, We are pursuing repentance. Repent of your sins. Turn to Christ. Hide in Christ. He is He's the only place you can turn for forgiveness of sins. Any other encouragements, Grant? Yes. It wouldn't be a seeker start episode unless we quoted Charles Spurgeon. So I'm going to quote Spurgeon real quick on repentance. And he says, Repentance is a discovery of the evil of sin, a mourning that we have committed it, a resolution to forsake it. 
It is, in fact, a change of mind of a very deep and practical character which makes the man love what he once hated and hate what he once loved. Mm. So good. It's really good. Yeah. So thank you for listening. This We're, is Seeker Start. We've been praying for you guys a lot, and uh, there's a lot of really good content um, over at the Society of Reformed Podcasters. Go check yes, it out. Very smart guys. Social media stuff? Yes. Um, follow us on Instagram. Uh, this helps us. Uh, if you follow us on Instagram and Facebook. If you have any questions, if you disagree, if you agree and you just want to encourage, shoot us a private message or shoot us an email, seekerstart at gmail.com. Yeah, we've had some pretty good feedback so far. So uh, we're really we're always happy to hear from the people that are listening to the podcast. Just what can we do better? Um, how have you been encouraged? That's the greatest part we, we're looking for. We, we really just want to be encouraging to you yeah, in whatever way possible. So yeah, if you want some other encouragement too, go check out the podcast, despite popular belief. Um, yes. really great podcast. Awesome dude. Really smart guy. Likes metal music. Yeah. Well, I would go as far that as that explain, loves. That explains a lot about him. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, buddy. Um, yeah, go check out his stuff. Um, he's got some really cool merch too. He's got really cool hats. He's got a coffee mug now, which I need to get on that yeah, like he's ASAP. A um, yeah, he's got some really cool stuff over there. Check out his podcast. He's a really awesome guy. Um, and he explores a lot of topics that we probably wouldn't or don't really get into on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. But yeah, awesome. We're hoping dude. we're hoping to maybe do something with him in the future. So be looking out for that. A fellow Midwesterner. Mm. So you can All trust right. him. But anyway, um, <laughs> Leave us a review, subscribe to us on podcast platforms, wherever you listen to it, and hear us next time. See you guys. See ya. Seeker Star!